Hi guys and welcome to the first episode of Social Football and I'm your host Alex. The Black Lives Matter movement has become very well known to the public in the last few years due to a chain of events regarding racially fueled cases of police violence. Since then, the sports world has taken some action to show its support for the issue, and the English Premier League is no exception. Triggered ultimately by the George Floyd incident, players, managers, and staff have started to take the knee before kickoff to show their support of the movement, along with the slogan, No Room for Racism, patched on their arm sleeves. The movement, having started in the 1920 Premier League season, has continued until the present day. Clubs have made an effort to help extinguish these growing flames of abuse. According to the Guardian article by Paul Mackins, fans who are guilty of racial abuse will be banned from all Premier League grounds for up to 10 years. Additionally, clubs have set up surveillance cameras across grounds to effectively find these racial abusers and punish them. However, due to the COVID-19 pandemic and fans being limited from grounds, the place of abuse has transferred to social media. After a bad performance, players will receive hundreds if not thousands of direct direct messages, aka DMs, including racial slurs and abhorrent language. Despite the movement continuing, abusers have abused the fact that accounts are hard to track down and have found a way to get at players on a personal level. The article itself has good authority, with The Guardian being a very prestigious press company and especially reliable when it comes to football. Additionally, the continuous abuse directed towards players has enraged many fans as well as pundits. In the article by Amos Barshard from the influential newspaper The Washington Post, he deals with the skepticism surrounding the movement as well as views from public figures regarding the movement of taking the knee. Regarding this movement of no and no room for racism patch, Jordan Jared Bryan, a reporter for Britain's Channel 4 and a radio host for TalkSport, responded, Okay, that's cute. But when people are being murdered because they're black, I'm not interested in feeling good. I'm interested in actual reform. Like Jordan, many people have ex- many fans and people have expected the movement to bring actual reform and change. However, we have to consider that how there is so m- only so much that football can do, and the rest is up to those abusers to change their actions. Players have continuously come out and urged the fans to stop racial abuse, but it is time we acknowledge the deep-rooted racism in our society and take actions ourselves. The article, however, accurately points out the ugly truth of how the movements have limited boundaries of influence and the ways we have to change for the situation to change for good. Lastly, ex-footballers have been very harsh on their thoughts on the effectiveness of the movement and that the limits are clear. In the article by David Mercer from Sky Sports, ex-Liverpool and Watford star John Barnes explains his experience of receiving racial abuse from fans. He recalls his experience of getting bananas thrown at him during games and says that until we change the perception of the average black person, we will never combat racism, he tells Sky News. Any discrimination towards any footballer is a very small, minute part of racial 
discrimination towards black people. And he asks, is taking the knee going to change someone who's racially biased? They can take the knee as much as they want. Taking the knee isn't going to change anything. Meanwhile, Chelsea defender Marcus Alonso is the latest Premier League player to stop taking the knee, saying he believes it's losing a bit of strength and opting instead to point to an anti-racism badge on his sleeve. Barnes, who has written a new book called The Uncomfortable Truth About Racism, believes that believes the very basic point of taking the knee has been lost and compared it to the Me Too movement. Taking the knee is now taking ta- talking about Marxism. And should they take the knee and defending the police, which is not what taking the what it's about. It's just about the very basic points of Black Lives Mattering. It is true that the BLM movement has drifted from its original intent to respect the lives of Black people and have been used in in very many different situations which have made its original intent less clear in the minds of the public. Lastly, uh, Barnes quotes, Football can do nothing to change racism. End of story, he says. The whole idea that things changing because Raheem Sterling scores goals and he's going to influence people's thoughts is ridiculous. The article has good authority with Sky Sports being one of the most reliable sources in of, for football along with BBC. Through my research, I believe that all my sources were accurate and had good authority and structure. If people are interested in learning more about my issue, they can follow news networks like Sky Sports and The Athletic, which I strongly recommend, where you can learn about issues not only about football and racism, but other social issues regarding racism in the sports world. I think it's very important to find good sources so you don't get a single story of the issue. Thank you for listening.